0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films, every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. A film within a film, in the last days of the city, Tamar El-Sayed, his ambitious debut feature tells the fictional story of a filmmaker from downtown Cairo played by Khalid Abdallah about a city on the edge and about people in the film who are on the edge as well. In the Last Days of the City is a haunting yet lyrical chronicle of the recent years in the Arab world where revolutions seem to spark hope for change yet yield further instability with one stroke. But it's about more than that. It's about friendship. It's about connection. It's about family it's a meditation on life. This is a film that portrays life in unusual circumstances but very real for the people in this story. I'm so honored to have with us today the director, writer, producer of the film In the Last Days of the City, Tamar El Sayed. Welcome to Film School.
1: Thank you so much for uh, this moving introduction. I'm I'm really thrilled and um thank you. No, <laughs> no. You're
0: very you're very welcome. This is not a personal story. It's not your biography, but it is a personal story. Tell me about the origins of the story behind In the Last Days of the City.
1: You know, it's like I I live in Cairo, and um, it's the city that uh, I always say, like, um, I'm sculptured by Cairo. Like, it's the city that made me who I am. And for uh, many years, I was asking myself that um, if it's possible at all to to capture the the soul of a city in two hours' film, you know the city is a very uh, uh, multi-layered and um, complex structure, mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's a big structure, and the film is only two hours. And I always feel that when we try to squeeze the city inside the film, the film doesn't carry the same depth. That the city has. So I was asking myself, how can we make this thing? And um, on on a different level, I I see cinema as a way to understand myself and to know from where I come and um, to develop myself in a way like how can I say it? It's like you understand your relation to everything around you. Uh, so it's a kind of an ongoing process of using the sound and the image you also know something about your childhood and you and how you grow up and what's your position towards this why you you love certain things and why you were not able to love certain things why you love some people and you were not able to love other people why some people loved you and others couldn't and um and i think this is this is important so in that sense i feel it's a personal story i also i carried all these uh memories and that related to my family and how i grew up and 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 what does it mean to belong to this part of the world mm. like i'm talking about mm. uh the arab region what kind of uh, of life you have there, and and that was like all the questions that were hammering my head for for more than a decade. To and 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 this is what inspired me to to make the film.
0: Yeah, well, let's talk about the 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 context of the the making of the film. You began shooting yeah. the film a long time ago. Walk us through that part of the the story behind this film.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, as I said, I live in Cairo. Back to these years, like two, two thousand and seven and eight and nine and ten, we had this very, not only me, I think everyone lived in Cairo had this very strong feeling that we cannot carry on this way, and something big is going to happen. We didn't know what is it exactly because it it wasn't clear, but it was also clear from the other side that we cannot continue this way uh, and then you have this very kind of mixed uh feelings towards this thing that you are waiting for one side, you are waiting to this thing to happen because it might bring with it a new beginning, but from the other side it scares you because it has it might take with it also. Everything you love, and and the film is about this about this moment when you are looking for something to happen, and this is where the whole shooting. So actually, because of the difficulty of financing the film, we what we supposed to we, we supposed to shoot the film over uh, twelve weeks, but the twelve weeks became two years because we had to 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 shoot something and stop and looking for money and then shoot again and stop and looking for money and et cetera, et cetera. And, and and But we finished shooting six weeks before the revolution. So all of a sudden, when this thing happened that we were waiting for, it looked like that this difficult, long journey of production becomes all of a sudden a bless for the film. Mm-hmm. because Because we didn't intend to do that, but this is what happened, that we were the only film that captured the city over the last two years before the revolution and, and 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 then we had to go through the whole process of editing the material from a different perspective you know the whole film was shot with a kind of a foresight yeah like you were looking for something to happen mm-hmm. but the whole editing happened with a kind of a hindsight like you you you, you edit after this big thing is happening and we i had to resist for a uh, long time, like, and uh, to keep the film loyal to the moment of making it. I mean, it's not, it's it's not a film about the revolution in a direct way, you know. And also after after the the revolution, it was like uh, the whole world were looking for films coming from Tahrir Square. And I I felt like my film is not about this. My film is about from where Tahrir Square came. Like the 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 essence of why we are in this position now. Yeah. And I wanted the film to 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 stay loyal to this moment. So basically, the film is about this thing. Like, what do you do when you live in a big city? You are facing this city alone. You try to get connected, and the more you get, the more you try, the more you feel stranger. And and you feel the whole world around you is collapsing and you only have a camera. What do you do to deal with this loneliness, to deal with this daily tiring back and forth love-hate relationship with yeah. in, in, um
0: There is a beautiful, well, there, that particular sentiment that you just expressed about the camera. You have a camera. What can you do? There's a scene in the film where um, just outside the Khalid's apartment, there is a A man chasing a woman around and he's obviously he's angry he catches up with her he he becomes violent with her and he and Khalid is filming this as he's filming and 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 the man who's perpetrating this violence looks up in the window and sees him and gets angry with him and there's this moment for me as somebody watching the film Khalid doesn't know exactly what to do he is documenting something that now he's a part of and I felt that that was very much about what the film was about was that in that in that very personal moment, in that very personal incident, it became what this film was about for me. Is, yeah. that,
1: a, is, is that... You part? know, I... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, when I... Uh, I live in downtown Cairo, and uh, I actually... I live in the flat that Khaled is using inside the film. Or, like, I live in Khaled's flat, or I live in this flat that Khaled is using. So this flat that you see in the film is my flat. Mm-hmm. And my office is one of the buildings that Khred is visiting in the beginning of the film when he is looking for a flat, when he is trying to find a, a new flat for him, it's where the where he where he finds chicken. And I walk these streets twice a day. And as I said I finished shooting in twenty ten, like six weeks in December twenty ten, six weeks before the revolution. And over the years of the finishing the film and there was also the revolution and everything related to this Sometimes I was like spending the whole day editing one scene of the downtown streets and then I leave the editing in the evening to walk in the same streets of the scene that I was editing. Yeah. And sometimes I I I meet the same people and sometimes they were wearing the same clothes also. So it looked like I leave the editing of the film to enter the film itself. And then I go to Khaled's flat, that is my flat now, and I, I realize that I move inside the flat the same way that Khaled was moving in the scene that I was editing the day before or the week before. And so for many years, I didn't know where is this like line, like where my life ends and where the film starts. And that's why also I, maybe this is why the film is made in this blurry area between fiction and documentary. Yeah. To just to say one thing about this scene that you mentioned, it's also about asking himself what's his right, like raising the question of what do you do with the camera? Exactly. Like at this moment when you see this violence, yeah, should you stop it or you film it or do you have the the, the right to film it? Also, there is a class issue in this scene because. He is able to see these people because these people are poor and living by the the rooftop of the of the opposite building. Yeah. But this, so he is able to watch them and to to. But, but, does he have the right to to film them or not? So all these kind of self-reflection questions were also hammering me during making the making of the film itself.
0: Yes. Because for me, watching his reaction, watching Khaled's reaction, was he, as an artist, anyone who picks up a film knows this, that in somewhere in the back of their mind, they're going to make great art, and they're going to do something that's going to change the world, or change people's perceptions, or do something. That's why artists do what they do, and I felt like Hmm. when it comes to that moment, when you when, as an artist, you're, you have to make a determination, as a human being, that his determination was, do I put down the camera, do I call the police, do I yell at him, do I intervene, do, or do I do what I'm doing, which is document it, and hopefully, maybe somewhere along the line, people's attitudes will change. And and yeah. and, and those all of those things were, uh, for me, in play, as I'm watching this film, as I'm watching this scene in the film, is that, as an yeah. artist, you are hoping to change people's perceptions or minds or attitudes or politics or whatever it is but that's why we do what we do right I mean that's as an artist yeah. isn't that part of why you did and and the fact that this is a film within a film just makes this even more um, endearing for me as as someone who aspires to to be an artist so it's yeah. it's uh, it captured it and just beautifully but on top of it we've just we've watched an hour and a half or more of this other part of his life and all all these different many storylines and people and characters and family unfold so we have an even greater context to understand why that still is a struggle for the artist after all the things that we've seen him go through we still he still struggles with these questions
1: yeah yeah, I, I, I agree and I also think like part of it also is related to that I think also as an, an artist, you have a very complex relation with the, with the, with the, with your society and your community, right? From one side, you, you feel like you are a misfit, like you, you misfit and, 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 and you feel like this urge to to communicate your position as someone who doesn't fit within this structure. Right. But at the same time, you want to fit. So, And this is what creates art, that it comes from a position that you realize that you miss fit, but you try to talk to your people. Yeah.
0: yeah, I want to remind our listeners that we are speaking with Tamar El Saeed, and he's the director of a new film called in the last days of the city, it is screening in Los Angeles at the, I want to say the Monica.
1: On the um, on the fourth.
0: In fact, you're going to be in town for um, for the
1: premiere, as I as I understand it. Is that correct? I will be on the fifth. I arrive on the okay. fifth, and I will I will attend the the show on the fifth, I think, and the sixth.
0: Okay. Well. Okay. Great. The, uh, the film has received a remarkable amount of enthusiastic praise for it and well-deserved. This is a film that for people who love film, who just love kind of the history of film, this will remind people of, of the sort of neorealism of the Italians right after World War II, that sort of living in the moment, living in history. It reminded me of a, an American film called Medium Cool, which was filmed during the uh, riding around the Chicago the demonstrations uh, democratic convention in 1968 because you're capturing moments that are these are real history moments that you captured in this film and it relates to the impact it has on the story the characters the people in it their actions are reflected as a re- as a reflection of what they're what they're living through there's there's a lot of different sort of uh, the film within the film, it's a very cinematic film, and it's a film for me of watching, and I I felt like uh, I needed to just let this film sort of wash over me, not to try to get too caught up in, in trying to follow every specific detail of every storyline, just let this film kind of sink in on an emotional level, and you will catch up with all the stories and the storylines that you need uh, in order to enjoy this film even more, but just absorb the film on its own terms. It is a very emotional film, and um, and it pulls you in. I I've, I've felt very much uh, uh, a part of the lives of these people in the film, uh, particularly uh, Layla, uh, and as well as the friends who come to visit him: Hassan, Tarik, and Basim. Who, if I'm not mistaken, Basim is also your cinematographer in the film, which even makes this. Yeah, Basim more... <laughs> my
1: like. I call him my right eye. Yeah.
0: He. Um, yeah. Yeah. He
1: is such an amazing collaborator. Like I, I, it's beyond even my dreams to work with someone like Basim. Like it's really, it's. I'm. I'm very happy with the with with the result of our work together.
0: Oh, it has a great look. It has it has that, again, I was describing this sort of neorealism of it. It feels like you're, there are times when you, honestly, you're watching a documentary. It, that's what it feels like. And then it subtly shifts back into the narrative. and goes back and forth seamlessly. Uh, is, yeah. he, is he the it's character? Like
1: I, Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, I was just like, I wanted to say, like, we were, uh, we always like, um, like, the main challenge is we wanted to create something that, has a kind of the the right balance of roughness and elegance like we were looking for reality and poetry together and we wanted the film to have this dance like dancing between these two directions and um, i owe him a lot in for reaching uh,
0: this is, is is it was it was it seems um it was his story that he told about the day that his dad, that he was born in 1975, and his dad was in an alley. Was, yeah. that, was that his story? Which I
1: thought.
0: Yes. I just thought that was another part of this film, a moment in the film that really captured so much more than that moment. And, and tell me a little bit uh, about that particular story, if you will.
1: I mean, the idea is, you know, when you when you work on. Um, in the film that was also one of the things that i i i thought a lot of it because if you ask people to give you something of their life you need also to be mutually on the same page so i decided that i if i ask people to uh, to open like to be that exposed then i also i i put something from my side also and and you know when you make a film you are already exposed but also the film is dealing with, with the history of my family. Like, of course, we uh, we I'm not like talking. I'm not like the mother in the film is my mother, and the story of the of the sister is my story. But on the uh, but and and this is where we all share this kind of because also the film in one side is dealing with um with the sense of loss that we all have and how our relation to this is also changing because also. We brought up in this part of the world when you, your relation to death and loss is, is, is a bit special. You used to, you, always around you there are like a very heated situation when, when there is a, a threat of a war or a civil war or occupation or, and you lose your friends because they are like, Detained, or uh, and, and and this creates a certain uh, a certain uh, relation toward, uh, towards loss that maybe is not the same in in a different context, and and this is something that we also share, like inside the field.
0: Well, I want to thank you so much. For finding time, no, thank you for, for timing for to be here on the show. This is a uh, this is a remarkable film, and and uh, it's it's certainly one of the best films I've seen in a long time. And um, this so much. You're very welcome. This 80. is this, the fact that this is your feature debut film is is even more remarkable to me uh, that you. Uh, That's your first one. I, I I I so look forward to your future work. And uh, the film is in the last days of the city. Uh, it is a it is a a bittersweet love letter to the city of Cairo. It is about friendship, family, displacement, connections, all kinds of different things. And and it is just a remarkable piece of cinema. And uh, Tamir. El-Sayed, thank you so very much for being here on Film School.
1: Thank you so much, and um, really, I'm so touched by your kindness, and I'm really looking forward to meet the amazing audience in L.A. soon. Thank you so much.
0: You're very welcome. The film opens um, at the Lemley Monica Theater on Friday, May 4th. You'll be there for the May 5th. Screening uh, on that's a Saturday night, and uh, I hope to be there to shake your hand. I hope to to meet you in person. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, take care. Bye bye.